Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Dozens of D.C. criminal cases are being dropped. I'm Dick Iuliano. With a rise in anti-Semitism, Montgomery County passes a resolution to fight bigotry. I'm Kate Ryan. Zoo Lights returns to the National Zoo this holiday season, but with some changes. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. CBS News has confirmed that police have seen security video from outside the home where the husband of Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi was attacked. CBS News investigative producer Michael Kaplan says U.S. Capitol Police had access to that video in real time. The Capitol Police only learned of the break-in after the fact when an officer in the department's command center saw a police cruiser in the Pelosi's driveway that Capitol Police officer in the command center alerted others, and that's how the department, charged with protecting top leadership like Nancy Pelosi, learned of the attack itself. South Korea's president says North Korea's overnight missile launches are effectively a territorial invasion. The North fired multiple missiles toward South Korea. More from the BBC's Jonathan Head. Air raid sirens sounded on the remote island of Ulung, sending residents to bomb shelters as one of at least 10 North Korean missiles which had been launched crossed the demarcation line with South Korea for the first time, landing in international waters off its east coast. Candidates are making their final pitch to voters less than one week away from Election Day. Election officials want voters to know that many of these tight races won't be called right away. And it could take days or even weeks to certify the results. There are going to be errors. There are going to be glitches. That happens in every election. You know, that somebody will forget their key to the polling place. A water pipe will burst. These are normal things. They're not nefarious. Skyler Henry, CBS News, Capitol Hill. Police in Newark, New Jersey are looking for the man they say shot two police officers outside an apartment building Tuesday afternoon. Director of Public Safety Fritz Froger. It's an open-air area. There's fire escapes. There's interest in and out of the building. And at some point in time, he must have exited the building. The two officers are expected to survive. Tuesday was Dio, Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead, a Mexican holiday honoring deceased loved ones. KCBS-TV reporter Candice Crone was in Olvera Park in Los Angeles. Emma Amaya reflected on the loss of her sibling as she toured the community altars at the Dia de los Muertos celebration at Olvera Street. I have a brother that passed away on uh, October the 25th. So I always remember him and I always come around around this time here. For the past 35 years, locals and visitors have flocked to the park for the nine-day festival that honors the deceased. The Philadelphia Phillies have taken a 2-1 to lead in the World Series with a 7-0 win over the Houston Astros Tuesday night in Philadelphia. Phillies hit five home runs in five innings, including the 1,000th homer in World Series history. It's the most homers allowed by one pitcher in a game in the history of the series. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews. All from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 103, Monday, Wednesday morning, November 2nd. It's 60 in the nation's capital. Look on the cool side overnight. Low temperatures dropping to around 50. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local stories we're following at this hour. Criminal charges are being dropped against dozens of people in D.C. As WTOP's Dukiliano reports, it's because of an internal D.C. police investigation 
of seven officers accused of misconduct. The U.S. Attorney's Office for D.C. says it began reviewing pending cases after learning that members of the police 7th District Crime Suppression Team were under internal review. Police Chief Robert Conti disclosed September 30th that seven officers from 7D were accused of misconduct for confiscating illegal guns without making the necessary arrests. The D.C. Police Union says allegations against the officers are unclear because the officers followed policy. The prosecutor's office says its review of the cases is ongoing. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. The D.C. Council presses the pause button on a COVID vaccine mandate for students 12 and older in D.C. public schools. The Tuesday vote moves that requirement from next January 3rd to next school year. In a statement to WTOP, Paul Kine, the D.C. Deputy Mayor for Education, says they support the council's action to give families and schools more time to comply. But Kine adds that officials know that vaccines are still the best way to protect against viruses. Only 45% of DCPS students are vaccinated. It's 105, a resolution intended to unite Montgomery County in the fight against anti-Semitism wound up exposing a split over how it would be defined and who got to have their say before a county council vote. Details now from WTOP's Kate Ryan. Montgomery County Councilmember Andrew Friedson, sponsor of the resolution, said there is no denying that anti-Semitism is on the rise. Children are being afraid to openly identify as Jewish, even here in Montgomery County. But critics of the resolution said there should have been a public hearing and worried any criticism of Israel could be seen as anti-Semitic. While the language was modified to ease that concern over free speech, Councilmember Will Jawando said he understood calls for more input. And while he voted for the resolution... We missed an opportunity here. I believe this council had a duty to find common ground, to further dialogue. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Zoo Lights, the National Zoo's holiday tradition returns later this month, but with some changes this time around. Admission will still be free, but visitors will need a special entry pass separate and apart from the regular daily zoo pass. Those separate passes will be made available soon. I know my daughter will be nagging me for one. Visitors who drive to Zoo Lights will be charged a flat parking rate of 30 bucks at the National Zoo. Events include live music, winter treats, holiday shopping opportunities, and, of course, a lot, I mean a whole lot, of glowing LED lights. Zoo Lights begins November 25th, continues at various times through the end of December. The fall leaves have been gorgeous as they've been changing, haven't they? The good news is that we get to enjoy those fall colors just a little bit longer. NBC Storm Team 4 meteorologist Chad Merrill says the upcoming nice weather pattern will extend the peak of the foliage season. When you typically get a very windy, cold pattern with lots of rain and a hard freeze, that ends the foliage season very quickly. But because the leaves are right now at peak and we have high pressure sunshine, light winds, and mild weather, that's going to actually prolong the peak of the season. The Foliage Report website shows the bright yellows, orange, and reds lining the streets of Washington. Of course, walking outside will result in the same thing. And this is the best the colors will be until the leaves fall off their trees, probably by early next week. East of I-95, the leaves may stay till mid-November. Just ahead after traffic and weather, what are the odds that former President Trump actually appears before the January 6th committee? A closer look ahead, it's 107. We're getting ready for bed. His dad was like, let's go to the living room and like watch TV. And I was holding him. I was like, let's just stay here. 
We went to the living room and we were like watching TV. And then I went back there to check on him. And she's like face down. I feel like so helpless in that moment. Junior is the only doctor's appointment. It was like, you're aware of SIDS. You don't go into detail about it. Besides, don't put the baby on their stomach. That's all I heard. It's really not even that much out there unless you Google it. Doctors, like, they'll talk about miscarriage. I thought they should sit down and be like, okay, you're a mom. Let's just, you know, practice this, practice that. If you could just change one little moment, it would change your life forever. My life would never go back to being the same. Josiah makes me wake up every day. He came at the right time. I don't know where I would be, mentally especially. Junior's taught me love is all you need, and Josiah taught me how to love again. For more info, go to firstcandle.org forward slash safe sleep. It's 108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th to the traffic center and Rich Hunter. All right, traveling on the Beltway in Virginia on the inner loop as you approach I-66, getting by the work there. Single file to the left, and don't forget... The exits to both uh, eastbound and westbound 66 are closed as part of that work zone. Uh, so, again, you're diverted to Route 7 to work your way back. Now, on the uh, inner loop of the valley between the Dulles Toll Road and uh, the exit for Georgetown Pike, single right lane gets you by the work zone. On the outer loop, the work actually begins in Maryland just after River Road extends across the American Legion Bridge through the bridge for Georgetown Pike over the Beltway. Again, getting by the work there, single file. Uh, to the left, so watch out for some slowdowns there from time to time. Uh, and if you're going beyond that point on the Antelope, the ramp to go west on 66 closed by the work, you're diverted to Route uh, 50 to work your way back over. Now, if you're traveling on the Maryland Beltway, still working, Antelope between 450 and Route 50, uh, right lane to four blocks to get by without delay. Antelope, as you head uh, north of uh, Route 4 Pennsylvania Avenue toward Richie Marlboro Road, two right lanes past the construction there in the district. DC 295 North, as you approach and pass Eastern Avenue, headed into Prince George's County through US 50. Work some blocks to left lane at 3 as of late. You get by without delay. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer with this midweek forecast. Well, if you like the warmer weather, it looks like it's here to stay for the first week of November. Kind of amazing, feeling much more like the last week of September. Temperatures out there on our Tuesday, we're in the 70s. Wednesday will be a little bit cooler. We'll start off in the 40s to low 50s, and we'll see more cloud cover during the afternoon. So that means we will see slightly cooler numbers. Highs around 69 in the city. That's still Five degrees above average on our Thursday, going for a high of 68, 72 on Friday, and on Saturday, I'm going for a high of 77. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Hammer. District Heights, 59 degrees. It's 51 in Rockville, 59 in Ashburn. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimates. It's 1-11. The House January 6th committee is in discussions with former President Trump's legal team about him testifying in the lawmaker's investigation. Wyoming Republican Vice Chair Liz Cheney speaking at a forum in Cleveland raised the possibility Mr. Trump could actually comply with the subpoena as he faces his first deadline Friday to shun over information to the committee. Committees in discussions with President Trump's attorneys uh, and he has an obligation to comply and you know, we treat this and take this very seriously. Uh, this is not uh, a situation where, um, you know, the committee is going to put itself at the mercy of Donald Trump in terms of, you know, his efforts to create a circus. 
Alexander Bolton is a senior staff writer at The Hill. He spoke with WTOP's Dimitri Sotis about Cheney's comments and the belief that former President Trump would have uh, would have preferred to appear before the committee live. I think it shows that there's going to be one final drama with the January 6th committee before Republicans take over the House. And what was interesting to me from Cheney's comments is that she's looking at a multi-day testimony by the former president. She says it'll be done on oath. It'll be done potentially over multiple days. So it's going to be a, a real grilling. And I, I'm sure that'll be a, an object of contention and negotiation with Trump's legal team as to just how long he testifies. You're right. He would prefer to do a to have a live performance. But uh, Cheney has also said she doesn't want the former president to turn this final public hearing, if there is one, into a circus. And so I think that's why she would prefer to do something in private over multiple days. And then the committee would present it in the way they want it to be presented, which is the way they've handled other testimony throughout their investigation. They've conducted lengthy depositions and then edited the material to present a compelling case to the jury, which is the American people. So Trump would rather seize control and have a a live performance. But Cheney reiterated that, no, this is going to be a multiple day deposition and it's going to be on the committee's terms. And to dig just a little bit deeper, perhaps this gives us a little window into Donald Trump's mind that he still kind of wants to get his side of the story out there. Well, I think that's mainly theatrics. Um, he wants to portray an image of someone who's not afraid of this committee, who's not cowed by it, who has nothing to hide, as it were. But I would be shocked if his legal team would let him engage in extended testimony with the January 6th committee, especially with a potential indictment from the Department of Justice. Anything he said under oath, he could later be held accountable if he lies. Uh, he could be hit with a perjury charge. And it would also complicate any legal defense if there is a Department of Justice investigation or prosecution. Or if you look at the Fulton County District Attorney's investigation in Georgia, anything the former president says to the January 6th committee would complicate a defense in that type of litigation slash prosecution. So I would be stunned if Trump's legal team lets him go forward. If he does appear before the committee, it's likely to simply plead the fifth. Alexander Bolton is senior staff writer at The Hill. He was on Skype. Just ahead, World Series 3, World Series Game 3 is in the books. Caps lose to Vegas. Details ahead from Rob Woodfork. It's 114. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back. Even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh, no. I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS. For an extra $10 in the free Upside app, remember use promo code APPS for an extra $10 in your first purchase. Don't cut back. Get cash back with the free app from Upside. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. 
Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 115 with Rob Woodfork. The Capitals have lost three of their last four games, including two straight in overtime after falling 3-2 to the Vegas Golden Knights. Charlie Lindgren had 28 saves in his first home start as a Capital, but in defeat. Yeah, I think it's extra frustrating just because I thought we played well enough to get the two points, especially on the back end of a back-to-back against a really good team. We put ourselves in a really good spot, and I think that's what stings the most is knowing that we were really close to getting to. The already injury-riddled Caps lost Beck Malenstein to an upper body injury. In Game 3 of the World Series, the Phillies pitched a 7-0 shutout of the Astros to take a 2-1 lead in the series using a long-range barrage of five home runs, all of them off Lance McCullers to set an undesirable World Series record. There were an NFL record 10 deals done at the trade deadline, and Washington got in on that action by sending corner William Jackson to Pittsburgh along with a 7th-round pick in exchange for a 6th-rounder in next year's draft. Ron Rivera explained to NBC Sports Washington's J.P. Finley what happened with last year's prized free agency edition. We didn't find the fit that we were hoping to find. We were looking for a guy that had a specific skill set that could understand the match coverages and play the match coverages the way we do with everybody else. And he struggled with it because he really is a man coverage type guy. So along the lines during our evaluation process, we were wrong. And it was an expensive mistake, paying Jackson $24 million for 16 underwhelming games in which he was credited with more penalties 11 then passes defense 10 rob woodfork wtop sports the top stories we're following this morning on wtop a new court filing reveals the man charged with breaking into house speaker nancy pelosi's home beating her husband and seeking to kidnap her told police he was on a suicide mission he also told them of his plans to target other California and federal politicians. If you asked for a mail-in ballot in Montgomery County, check your email box and your spam folder. Election officials say people who get the email ballot will need to print it out, fill it in, sign the voter's oath, and mail it back to make it count. We now know the name of the 14-year-old shot to death in southeast D.C. on Halloween night. He was Antoine Manning. He was found on Bernie Place Southeast Monday evening. D.C. police have no word on a suspect or a motive in that shooting. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. 117 Major League Baseball has reportedly inserted itself into the effort to sell the Washington Nationals. The Lerner family, who bought the club and moved it to D.C. from Montreal in 2005, announced they were exploring the sale about six months ago. Now the Washington Post reports that a group led by monumental sports founders Ted Leonsis and backed by philanthropist David Rubenstein is in discussions with an investment bank to buy the club. Monumental already owns the NBA's Wizards, the WNBA's Mystics, and the NHL's Capitals. But before any ownership group can take over the MLB franchise, they need to work out how much the team would get from the Mid-Atlantic Sports Network for regional media riots. No comment from Monumental on the prospect of the sale, which the Post says could have a price tag of $2.4 billion. Traffic and weather on the 8th, 118 with Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right, if you're traveling on 66 westbound, they are working as you approach the Capitol Beltway. And to a point beyond the Beltway where you're down to a single left lane getting through the work zone, uh, don't forget the ramp that takes you to the Adderloop and Adderloop Express lanes closed as part of that work. Further west, as you approach Route 123, work zone blocks a single left lane. Then between Route 50 and Route 28 in Centerville, eventually down to a single right lane to the work zone. The exit to go south on 28 closed as part of that work. The ramp to go northbound should be open. Eastbound side of 66 between 28 and the Fairfax County Parkway. Single right lane gets you by. 
Ramped to go north on 28 toward Dulles closed as part of that work. Then between Route 50 and 123, single left lane gets you by the work there. Uh, the off-ramp to 123 north and south is closed, as is the on-ramp from 123 north to go east on 66. Again, you're under posted detours there as a result. Between Nutley Street and the Beltway, single file right gets you by inside the Beltway. As you head east of the Roslyn Tunnel toward the Roosevelt Bridge, single file right past the construction there. Westbound on the Dulles Connector between I-66 and 123. A single left lane past the work there headed from Falls Church toward McLean. Now on 95 in Virginia, southbound as you're approaching past the exit for Dale City, headed down past the car rest area, single file left, get you by the work there. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer with this forecast for, for Wednesday morning. We've got some great weather over the next couple of days. Now we are going to see more clouds on our Wednesday. Sunshine first and then clouds during the afternoon. Look for highs in the mid to upper 60s. On Thursday, going for high temperature once again, mid to upper 60s with more sunshine. Friday, a high of 72 degrees and a very warm, close to a record actually, high of 77 on Saturday. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Upper Marlboro, 59 degrees. It's 58 in Centerville, 59 in the nation's capital. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP. The best places to retire and where D.C. falls on that list. I'm Shana Stulen. It's 120. Here's Drew Malloy, the Technical Director for the Cybersecurity and Analytics Directorate at the Defense Information Security Agency on the CISO Handbook, Modernizing Cybersecurity at the Defense Department, sponsored by CyberArk. Some of the holes that we currently have really around the application and data pillars are things that we need to work on. That strategy is going to be able to inform some of the decisions we make moving forward on how do we get to a zero-trust footing sooner. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search CyberArk. As the global leader in privileged access management, a critical layer of IT security, CyberArk protects data, infrastructure, and assets across the enterprise, in the cloud, and throughout the DevOps pipeline. CyberArk delivers the industry's most complete solution, helping federal agencies meet today's challenging security and compliance requirements. And CyberArk is trusted by the world's leading organizations, including more than 50% of the Fortune 500, to protect against external attackers and malicious insiders. Visit CyberArk.com to learn more. That's C-Y-B-E-R-A-R-K you're listening to WTOP News. It's 122. Be ready to pay more for water service in Montgomery County. Water bills are expected to rise by about $18 a quarter. Bethesda B reports the county council has voted to recommend WSSC water be allowed to raise its rates by up to 7%. That's less than what the utility wanted. The 7% increase is in line with what Prince George's County Council recommended. If the two counties could not agree, state law says a rate increase recommended by WSSC Water would be adopted and you would pay more. None of this is final until a public hearing is held. Thinking about retiring soon? There's a new list out with the best places to spend your golden years. And you probably won't be altogether surprised to find where D.C. falls on that list. 82 out of 150. The reason D.C. ranks so low? Probably already know that the housing costs in the D.C. area are very high. Emily Brandon of U.S. News and World Report, which puts out this annual ranking, looking at 150 of the largest metro areas in the U.S., says retirees they spoke with were especially concerned about housing affordability this year. Due to the current state of the housing market and inflation. And it's why cities in Pennsylvania shot to the top of the list. 
Lancaster, number one for the first time, etching out Florida. The Keystone State was also a winner because of accessible quality medical care. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. For reference, Baltimore ranked 57th on the list. It's 123 with COVID-19 vaccines now widely available at pharmacies, urgent care centers, and through medical providers. Some of the clinics operated by Fairfax County government agencies are scaling back their operations. Beginning next week, the Highland South County Center in Alexandria will cut the number of days it's open to three. Most of the days, Mondays, Wednesdays, Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. The site will be closed Thursday and Friday. Fairfax County Government Center will have afternoon hours on Thursday and then all day Friday and Saturday, and that location will be closed Sunday through Wednesday. The Highland Center will close for good on December 14th, the Fairfax location on December 17th. Most Americans will find multiple options for health insurance coverage for next year on healthcare.gov now that open enrollment has rolled out for the Affordable Care Act. Experts say you should consider your budget, health, doctors, and a variety of factors before you settle on a plan. More than 14.5 million people currently get their health insurance through the ACA, sometimes referred to as Obamacare. The number swelled during the pandemic after Congress passed generous subsidies to make coverage more affordable. The Biden administration says most Americans will only have to pay $10 or less a month after tax credits. Thanks for bringing us along on... This Wednesday morning, it's 125. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Here's Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. As Elon Musk moves to thin the executive ranks at Twitter following his acquisition of the company last week, some folks aren't waiting around. Two more top executives, its chief marketing officer and vice president of Global Client Solutions, have left. Latest departures have left Twitter without most of its sales and marketing leadership. Wall Street's trillion-dollar club has lost another member. Amazon.com starts the day with a market value of $987 billion after its stock fell 5.5% yesterday. It's the first time since the early days of the pandemic that Amazon has been worth under a trillion dollars. Separately, it's the end of the road for Amazon's treasure trucks which have spent the last several years tooling around major cities, offering deals on a variety of products. It's Amazon's latest cost-cutting move in an uncertain economic environment. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asian markets marginally higher this morning with the exception of the Nikkei, which is actually down, but only by 20, or just now 30 points. Shanghai ahead 34 points. The Hang Seng ahead 297. In South Korea, the Kospi ahead three and a third. In Australia, the ASX 200 now ahead 15.4. Ahead on WTOP after traffic and weather. The Capitol Police Chief says there's an urgent need for more funding to protect members of Congress. On Capitol Hill. I'm Mitchell Miller. Lots to share with you this morning on the radio, on your smart speaker, on the WTOP app, or at WTOP.com, where it is 126. Thompson Creek designs, builds, and installs replacement windows. Without the middleman markup, you get high-quality windows at an affordable price direct from our local factory. Take advantage of our biggest sale of the year with 25% off all windows and doors for a limited time, plus special financing options. Call 855-57-CREEK. That's 855-57-CREEK before this offer is gone. 